This edition will cover common indications for immunization. And there are five different vaccines that we're going to go over here. First, we're going to go over the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine, or the MMR vaccine. Second, we're going to be looking at tetanus and diphtheria, which is the TD vaccine. Third, we're going to be looking at the PVX vaccine. Uh, fourth, we're going to be looking at varicella. And finally, we're going to be looking at influenza. So when do, what are the indications for the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine? Well, if the patient was born before 1957, then the practitioner should consider her or him to be immune and she or he does not need the vaccine. If, however, the patient was born during 1957 or after, patients are not considered immune and should receive two doses of MMR at least once, at least one month apart, right? Second, let's talk about tetanus and diphtheria, right? Um, this vaccine is administered every 10 years, and another indicator would be the presence of a dirty wound every 50 years, right? So, like, if the patient has a dirty wound, then you want to administer it every 50 years. Otherwise, it's just 10. Um, sec third, let's talk about PVC, right? So, all patients over 65 will be... Uh, that, that will automatically be an indicator for the vaccine, so age is an indicator. Second, um, if the patient is under 50, she or he should receive PVX if they are immunocompromised or have a chronic illness. So what is a chronic illness in this context, right? So we're talking about cardiopulmonary diseases, alcoholism, liver failure, as well as, as, well as asplenia. And the practitioner should revaccinate re patients who are 65 and over if they, receive their if they received their primary vaccine more than five years ago or, again, are at a high risk for contracting the condition. Fourth, that brings us to varicella, right? So um, what are the indicators here? Well, all susceptible adults should receive two doses that are administered one to two months apart. And a second indicator for varicella would be a history of chickenpox. Um, that ironically allows you to assume, well, not, not, not so much ironically, but allows you to assume immunity. So if the patient has a history of chickenpox, then you should assume immunity and not provide the varicella vaccine. Finally, the final vaccine that we're going to talk about here is influenza. And what are the indicators here, right? So you're going to want to provide a vaccine yearly for all patients who have cardiopulmonary disease, residents in chronic care facilities, seasoned patients who are above 50, and patients with chronic diseases. So what's a chronic disease here? Um, DM, chronic renal disease, HIV, or some other immunosuppression. And finally, you're going to want to um, provide, another indicator would be to provide the vaccine to women who will be in their second or third trimester pregnancy during the influenza season, right? So you want to get those folks um, all fixed up and vaccinated. And that concludes this short and sweet session on the indications for immunization in the internal medicine setting.